Hello all and it is Friday night, August 25th, 2023 and I am back with another episode of Let's Talk About Sex, Tantra with Tutu Podcast. Tonight's episode topic is the perverse versus the hypersexual. Let's get into it with another episode of Let's Talk About Sex, Tantra with Tutu Podcast. Hello all, and I just want to say I missed you guys on Friday nights at 11. It has been a wild ride in my life. I am sorry for going ghost, but I thank you again, as always, for the supporters who have just, you know, been there. First, I want to take the time out to say I don't own any music on this podcast. I also want to say that second disclaimer, I am not a life coach. I am not a sex coach. I am not a sexologist, psychosexual therapist. I am not a psychi- uh, psychiatrist, <laughs> um, none of those things. I am, though, a licensed massage therapist, and I am also a womb therapist, and I specialize in tantric healing and education. So I just wanted to put that out there. I hope you guys are having a great Friday night. Tonight's episode is the perverse versus the hypersexual. And I really wanted to get into it because it was on my heart or just on my mind when I was this morning, or not not this morning, but early yesterday morning, it was really on my heart to really do this podcast episode because I really don't know why I was just led to do it. So let's get into it. As you know, we have a peace moment on this podcast where we take a moment and we drink our drink smoke our blunts. If you are drinking spirits, be mindful of the spirits. Now, I do want to say on this peace moment, it has been a journey. So tonight's episode, I hope it does not trigger anyone. We are not here to disrespect. We are here to respect everyone's opinions, everyone's way of life, except for, you know, stuff I don't agree with. I already told you on this podcast, as far as like, you know, messing with kids and stuff. I don't agree with that. But as far as like you, how you live your life, it's totally up to you. I am, I do not judge. We all have our own story. We only have our way of life. But tonight's episode really um, wanted me to really get into it. So right now we're going to take our peace moment. Take a few puff, puff, puffs, and I get right into it. So, all right. So, tonight's episode um, kind of hit me because it made me think about originally why I even started this podcast was because I wanted to relate to my, you know, sexual experiences from my view and others. And some of those sexual experiences are rooted in trauma, not always necessarily being touched or anything like that, but in the sense of just seeing other things that you probably probably shouldn't seen at a young age or, you know, kind of going on the limb and just saying what makes us and drives us to our sexual. Sorry, you see these pages turning. What takes us to our sexual like desires or what brings us to these places that we want to even, you know, act out these things because there was a, for a while I wanted to do certain things in the sex community that 
you know, just trying to put myself out there, trying to do something new, trying to enjoy something new. But sometimes our our lines um, may meet at a different way where we're kind of treading that line of not always low vibrational because everything can be done in moderation and everything can be done in a positive light. Like we spoke about porn and this, you know, sexual deviant. We've spoken about succubuses and incubuses. We've spoken about, you know, Kama Sutra and the different positions. We've spoken about a lot of things on this podcast. And I think the real reason it took me so long to get episodes is because life, guys, turned upside down so quickly, but life is life and you feel me? So I will say I wanted to really give a breakdown, honestly, because as you guys know, with Tantra with Tutu, we always do, you know, a, you know, uh, sorry, Tantra with Tutu tip of the day at the end. But we always want to know the spiritual element of things. And a lot of people don't understand how important that is, especially when you're dealing not only with yourself, but you're dealing with a whole bunch of people and you have in your energy all the time. And I just was really thinking about how we grew up and we some sometimes when we do these things, these hypersexual activities or even just perverted activities or what people would say or put them in a box of perversion or hypersexuality, does that all necessarily stem from trauma? Um, so, you know, that's a good thing to know. So I went down and I wanted to really talk about perversion is a form of human behavior, which deviates from what is considered to be orthodox. Although the term perversion can refer to a variety of forms of deviations, it is most often used to describe sexual behaviors that are considered particularly abnormal, repulsive, or obsessive. Now, I went to put some things in here because I had a lot of things about um, sadomasochism and, you know, just like a lot of things that we would consider, like people do bondage play and things like that, which I don't have a a problem with. But um, we will be actually getting in depth about that as well and how to do that safely in, 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 in the highest regard so we are not doing it to a level of, I guess, what some people would consider perversion. Um, so, um, for me, I put down a couple of things and this is why I said it might be triggering because I did speak with a lot of people in the, the kink community and it doesn't really anything to them. Like shout out to them. There's nothing wrong with the kink community at all. That's what you're into. I'm totally like, you know, support, um, just, but just talking about the aspect spiritually and where these things come from and why it's important to know them. Uh, because a lot of the things that I understood about this is why I said it's a trigger warning for this particular episode as well for some people because of the things that will be talked about. Um, we have a lot of different like, you know, ways of play um, in the kink community I've heard of. And one of them particularly could be race play. And race play is like more when you have like, you know, maybe some people who like to, um, you know, be treated like a slave or, you know, by a person of a Caucasian descent and the person may be African-American and they're okay with that particular form of play and be treated that way in that form of play. But to us in the community, and, and, and I'm sure that everyone knows, you know, it's a it's a big root in trauma of um, why would we want to present ourselves in a play of that way when we came from such trauma of that? But some people, maybe that is how they challenge and, you know, deal with their traumatic experiences. All skin folk ain't come folk. And that goes for every race. And that's just honest, the truth. Um, another thing is, you know, another thing is like 
incest play like a lot of people like you know the brother and sister play or the mom and son play or the father and daughter play like where does that come from why are we interested in that aspect and that goes for now hey this is not just y'all this is for everyone because what people don't know is we're all really rooted in deep trauma perversion and hypersexuality no matter what the form it comes in and how it shows up for you this is a real big thing that I was just like you know where do we draw the line on being like hypersexual and then perverted or is there a line for this type of thing at all um you know and it, 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 it just made me think you know a lot of it is I'm seeing a lot of different, you know, I love rap music. I've always been, you know, rapper trap. I loved all the rap. I love, always been a fan. But one thing, and I, I talk to you guys here on this, and I'm very transparent. Um, I do support sex workers. I do support the kink community. I support those things. But what I do support is safety and consent. And I do support people making their own choices. You know, if, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Um, so for me, I particularly like certain things in the bedroom that doesn't necessarily mean that that's for everyone else I started this podcast to be very transparent because I come from a family of you know perversion and of certain things and of certain hypersexuality and things that were shown to me and a lot of it was deep really rooted and just not the proper you know training because especially in the black community we don't really get that we get love in that community we get love we get more of a tough love because we don't have it the same way as other people have it all the time. So certain things that we were taught, especially about sex, doesn't really show up. Like no one taught you really about how to use condoms. Nobody taught you about this. So some people grew up with their, a lot of people I know with their um, uh, family members who have raped them, sisters, brothers, cousins, you know, things that have been in situations like that, fathers, uncles, and, and that can transmute or transform and, and show and show up as that type of play. And we have to kind of ask ourselves, what what is it? Even when we watch porn, you know what I'm saying? Like, even when we do this, like, what, what just because it doesn't show up in physicalities, how is it showing up for you in your everyday life? You know, it. Um, the, what people don't understand is that this term actually originated in the 1660s, perversion. Um, it defined as one who has forsaken a doctrine or system regarded as true, apostate. Now, what I did not look up was apostate, but that was just because I feel like, you know, when it's, you know, when you, you know, when you preaching or something like that and the sermon got a pastor got a sermon, you just got to get the word out. Like this is, it just touched my heart because what I don't understand what a lot of people is, I love, like I said, rap music and culture, but what is getting pushed more and more all the time is whole culture. And I get up here and I tell you, like, I support the hoes I do, but there's a certain aspect of like a cooth, I think that we should all have. And I'm not saying women can be as free as you want to be. You can go on slut walks and this, that, and the third. I'm very, like, new age, but I'm also very old school within a lot of things that I do. Meaning, like, I want to be able to... We don't... Whole culture has always been promoted, but... I mean, we are setting the bar very low on what sex is. Because, to be honest, like, you have girls jumping on songs, and this is me. I'm not saying I don't sing the songs. What I'm saying is... um. You know, we jumping on songs being like, you know, I fucked your baby daddy. I want to be a hood rat. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like some of these things are just like, you know, where is the mystery in our sexual like perversion and hypersexuality is the main thing that we're throwing out there. Like even how people do their videos, how we make themselves look younger, like, the, you know, the pedophilia culture is definitely getting pushed through the videos. We have girls that are dressing like, you know, younger, like, especially, you know, the Barbie movie getting pushed. We're all going to like dress like the Barbie. But there is an agenda at hand of this energy 
universally that is going around and energetically that we're not speaking about because even though people don't know there's a dark energy behind everything just like there's a light so if there's a very much dark energy when it comes to perversion and sexuality because we're talking about the root chakra we're talking about the root area the you know we're, we're talking about the base so of course there's going to be a lot of energy that comes from that it didn't actually come, become a sexual term until 1896. And it originally meant to, um, it applied originally to variants of sexualities or sexual behaviors believed to be harmful by individuals or groups using the term. So yeah, this is, this is some good shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, so if we're talking about perversion, we got to talk about the hypersexuality. So, um, for that, hypersexuality is actually an obsession with sexual thoughts, urges, or behaviors that may cause distress that negatively affect your health, your job, or your relationships. Now, it's, it's funny that, that that actual term was so much more in-depth than the perversion term because when you actually say the words out loud and you actually really look at the world, people are going to think like perversion. When you hear perversion, you just think perverted, period. Hypersexual, you don't really think perversion. But that's why we're talking about it because is there not a fine line between that shit? Because it clearly is. Because how can one not be perverted without being hypersexual? How can one not be hypersexual being perverted without unknowingly know it? Because there's a, you know, there, there, when we're talking about sex, there's a, there's a thin line. Just like we said, there's a thin line between love and hate. It's because those emotionals, those imbalances, those chemicals in your body understand something here is going on. So it also says repeated intense sexual fantasies, urges, and behaviors that take up a lot of your time and feels beyond your control. So... You know, it really goes in depth about this hypersexuality. Are we going in depth like that with perversion? Because the term wasn't originally used for a sexuality in general at all. So you're driven by urges and sexual behaviors and you feel the need to release that tension. But you also, after you release that tension with hypersexuality, there's a very much a deep regret behind it. And that goes back to when we were talking about... You know, the porn stuff. Like, why everybody make the joke of, like, remember, like, you, 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 you used to jerk off or you, you, you masturbating or whatever, and you're watching porn, but you feel like shit afterwards because there was something that just, you, a part of you just left from something that is not in alignment maybe with you anymore. Again, we're talking about the root chakra. We're talking about the base. We're talking about focusing on creativity. Instead of being hypersexual, again, we could channel that energy into something else. We can channel that energy into creativity. And, and I've noticed, too, because here it's, I have in my notes, especially with being uh, PTSD and depression. Oh, my God. When I was depressed, when I was like in a depressed state, I'm a very mental person. And when I was depressed, when I tell you I was the horniest I could ever be, it was like I had to get off. It was like masturbating wasn't enough. Even when like it was like I had to release that tension from my head through my root chakra. And once I got the, the release I needed, and it took a couple of times because it was a lot of things built up. It was getting to my head. Like it was just, it was, it had to be released that way. We have to sometimes release that depression and, and that, you know, that PTSD through the root chakra. What people who don't understand the root, the sacral chakra, we're holding trauma, whether you are male or female, whether you, like we talk about the womb and holding trauma in the womb, but if you have a male, you hold trauma, period, in the pelvic area. In the sacral chakra. 
because you have a sacral chakra. You feel me? Like, so it's, it's really, really about understanding. And this is another thing that people, if you follow me on TikTok, one of my highest that's pinned on my TikTok, and my TikTok is accessory two. It's A-C-S-E-X-O-R-Y-T-U on TikTok. If you go on my TikTok, the video that's the highest pinned there is the video that talks about prostate and lingam massage. Because what people can joke, it's a joke for most men, but what the real thing is, is the health benefit behind it will actually help release trauma in that area, in the prostate, because men have trauma too. And it has to be released. So, you know, it's, 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 it's really, you know, there are places that legally still do that and they're in the world. I do not perform that service. Please do not ask me. Uh, but there are others that I know that are on my TikTok that do this for a living because it is an actual service that needs to be provided. Because if this world understood more about healing than they did about fucking, we will actually get somewhere like for real, you know. If they promoted healing and like sexual, everybody wants to be a sexual healing, but everybody doesn't even know, know what actual sexual healing is. It's mind, body, spirit. It's an everyday thing. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's not something you do on your convenience. You feel me? So another thing is what we need to talk about is trauma. Where does this hypersexuality? When we go into numerology, people, please, please, please get your, sorry, numerology reports, get your astral, you know, your natal charts, understand those things. Because um, now that I am actually learning numerology and becoming a numerologist and doing numerology charts for other people you you can always contact me on my um instagram tantra with tutu as as you know accessory two on uh tiktok you can contact me through my website which you can find on my instagram the link is there but i want to say a lot of things that people don't know is numerology and karmic numbers have a lot to do with you know how you move your name vibration, your expression numbers, these things are happening. If you actually write out my whole name, it vibrates to the energy of a 14-5 in numerology. And what a lot of people don't understand about the 14-5 energy, that has a lot to do with how you were born. And it has a lot to do with the media. It has a lot to do with sexual abuse or power of abuse. Not only that means um like, okay, sexual abuse of power. Excuse me. I'm sorry. So like, you could have been in your past life. You could have been one of those. You could have been a pedophile, which is very unfortunate to say, not saying that is your situation. But we're talking about being in a a power position and using your sexual energy to use it against someone else. It could easily be that way. I tell people it could be that way. It, you could also be a, jo- a boss who was in a job that you could have been a person that was like, oh, well, you can get the promotion unless you sleep with me. It could have been as easy as that. That's the energy that we're talking about. That comes with the 14-5 energy when we're talking about not being in balanced energy. It means money troubles, lack of communication, rocky relationships, the root chakra governs your finances, your creativity, how you're going to make money. Um, your, you know, your career seems to be taking you in a different direction than you're aiming for. Overly active. Again, too much damn freedom, overindulgence, not having enough moderation. Um, you can experience numbers of extreme uh, superfluous action. 
I hope I said that word, word right. Right. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm just I talk really fast. If you're overly stimulated, you can become erratic or merely cancel yourself out and make yourself lazy and not follow through on things and opportunities that you set out to get. You are filled with empty talk and you seek relocation and, and relief and ease and relaxation All you seek is release, 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 which can come through sexual form of the five, which is major change, which is sudden change, which, you know, change, change, change. Things change all the time with the five. Five likes to have fun. Five wants to look good. Five wants to party. You feel me? So you have to understand the energies of what you under with what these things are under. A lot of not saying that is not like sexual activity under other numbers, but five represents if you are in any African or Afro-Cuban or Afro-Latino spiritual practice, such as like Lucami, Santeria, if you practice voodoo and things like that, and you know, no disrespect to anyone's other spiritual practices. Um, I like as you guys know, I practice Ifa, and in Ifa, the five represents Oshun. Oshun represents the womb. She governs the womb, childbearing. She's about wealth. She's about sensuality. She's about sweetness. Emotions come through these five energies. Watch your fucking emotions. And it all has to do because she's about that sexual energy of the chakras we were just speaking of. If you're in African spirituality, these are the things that we are taught of being in tune with nature, in tune with bearing children, things like that. When we're talking about seven energy and we're talking about giving birth to something, the actual birth canal, we're speaking of Yumoja, we're speaking of the energy of birth. See, these are very important things to know. Another thing that comes with the five energy that a lot of people don't know is about audiences, fans, followers, clients, engagements, curiosity, money's flowing, always in motion. Five is a motion number, sudden changes. It's a lot of change with the fucking five. Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. Oh. But it can be spontaneous and curious about the world. Fives do a lot of traveling, a lot of trading, a lot of marketing. What we're doing on this podcast, talking. Let's see what forms of communication and the media, I should say. I'm sorry. Writing, publishing, travel, collaboration, getting your work out there. Career changes because the fucking five cannot stay still, which is why they can be hypersexual or close to perversion. Uh, And I I thought that was very important to put out put out there because a lot of people don't know ethnicity wise when we're talking about the 14 five when you get deep into numerology with certain things you have to understand that that is governed and I'm sorry if you hear some pages turning this because I write a lot of shit down. Sorry if you hear my child in the background because I was trying to do this like a real mom and do it while they were asleep because you know parenting and shit. So let's see. Um. Yeah, I should. Okay. With the 14.5, it is governed by the ethnicities of the Pacific Islander, Southeast Asia, Thailand, Japan, China. When we're talking about parts of the body, we are talking about the wound, organs around the stomach. And it has this little, little thing here that says low vibrate. Why do you think it says that? For low vibration, because low vibration comes from being with low vibrational energy, which kind of starts with being with sex around sexual energy or people that have a devious mindset or do sexual activities that are probably perverse in their hypersexuality. 
it's you know that's my opinion this is my opinion this is my podcast is my opinion when we're talking about 14-5 energy which again again is born under sacred sex or i'm sorry sacred art of sex sexual alchemy asian culture that's where we got about the kama sutra the creativity the expansion multiplication what people don't understand my name is taki in japanese that is taki my name is japanese period it's funny to me now because i've i learned my name on soul caliber which is funnier now because if you add up my whole real name which i ain't put out here but it equals to a vibration of a 14-5 which is japanese asian culture when i was younger people used to joke me and be like oh you're black and chinese because my eyes were so slanted when i tell you that numerology and understanding yourself on a whole different level you cannot make shit like this up you can't another thing is multiplication is another thing asians and math Here's a funny thing, and I'm going to tell you, this is, not, this is kind of embarrassing, but this is what made me gear myself up to actually do numerology because I had to understand myself and my life on a different path because spirit will prepare you for something before you even know you're doing something. I went to summer school for math like every year from like middle school to high school, no fucking joke, and it's not a joke, and you know what I'm saying? I, I know you can joke or whatever and say that, but multiplication was my shit, I can, that was the favorite part of math that I could always do is multiplication, multiplication, multiplication. So there has to be some, some correlation here to the self in past lives and things that we do, which geared me up now for when I was in 2015 going through my breakdown and depression, where I started following numbers, where now I am learning actually to, well, I feel like I'm prepared to do numerology, but studying more to give people numerology reads because this shit, you can't make this shit up. The numbers, you can't make this shit up. You chose your life and you chose how it was set up by your name and your numbers. Whether people believe that or not is not really my concern. I'm just here to give you the message. You know, it also deals with the emotional self, organ specific, vibration, dis-ease or disease. That comes from a lot of energy with the five. You have to be really, really, you really got to be strong in your relationship because again, this goes with sex, tantra, freedom, pleasure, newness, recklessness, sexual behavior or compromise from a past life. Like I just said, sexual abuse or compromise from a past life. You have to have pleasure with discipline. So a lot of this comes with addictions, overindulgence, mental illness. And it also governs Pisces energy, you know, emotional self. In African spirituality, we call Olakun, who is the deepest part of the ocean. Oshun, again, is who I was telling you about. Olakun also governs finances. But he governs the deepest parts of yourself because sometimes you have to go there to understand and be in alignment with your whatever financial goal or thing that you have to do so a lot of this is not bullshit guys when we talk about sex we're talking about not just in the sex and energy and numbers but why our energy is that way and we it's set up that way because sometimes it's karmic sometimes it's lineage sometimes it's ancestral and you know it, it leads to a, a lot of trauma in that lineage and bloodline um another thing is why do we do these things you get what i'm saying why and then unknowingly unknowingly gravitating to these 
these perverse actions and why do we think that way? Because somebody didn't fucking teach us that it was wrong or somebody grew up in a household where they, they've seen these perverse actions and that's how they utilize it in their everyday lives. Do you understand something I wanted to say too was a lot of people, like, especially if you're in the black community, and I hate to keep saying that, but it's, 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 it's not saying it's a difference. I can only go from my experience. I need to get a white person up here and let me tell from the experience. <laughs> but even other people, just in experiences, we need different cultures up here talking about their family experience because from my point of view I want to know everyone's experience because culturally it's different you know I mean sex is universal but culturally we're raised and taught differently on how to approach that type of situation so for us in the black household and nobody told you that shit they just told you don't get pregnant you know they didn't tell you that that was that was it that was all we got was don't get pregnant and that was the most of fucking advice for most black people. If you speak with them, that is their advice. <laughs> um, another thing that I wanted to review was here. It said the role of perverse sexuality as an organizing influence in multiple personalities. So do we feel like we disassociate when we become hypersexual or perverse? Do we become a different part of ourselves? Do we do we not recognize who we are? Because in depression, we have memory loss and PTSD. We have memory loss or we have triggers and memories. We don't want to fucking remember. Um, so, you know, it, it just varies from different people. There was a review, a brief overview of a psychoanalytic, um, what does it say here? Psychoanalytic. What is this? Oh, I'm sorry. It was a view of psychoanalytic thinking and sexual trauma and perversion. The author, the Author diseases his own views of disassociation and multiple personality. And this goes back to sexual culture. When we're talking about like, you know how like in, in music they have alter egos, but it's always the alter ego is way more sexier or may more sexual than the original person. Like you might have a person, oh, like, okay, example, Rihanna, good girl gone bad. Rihanna was, you know, more like hip hop and like dancing, having a good time. But then she went bad and it became more dark, more sexual, more more inviting because people like sex, sex sells. Um, sorry. It's at a clinical case in which transsexuality, homosexuality, sadomasochistic, um, sadomasochistic, heterosexual practices were manifested through these alter egos so like again we have like Beyonce with the Sasha Fierce that's an alter ego we also have um who else has an alter ego most celebrities have an alter ego but it's more of a sexual alter ego to bring that sexiness out even you have rappers like Glorilla like to be honest like you know she's very hood but like, you know, even when she tried to bring her sexual element out, you could tell that wasn't really her. Not saying she can't be sexual, but that's not her form of presenting sexuality. And when we're discussing, you know, these things, does it have an effect on how we look at sexuality, how we look at ourselves sexually? I've heard and we spoke on this in the last podcast episode, like back in June. Unfortunately, it's been that long, but when we were talking about a lot of people were raped by or molested by a family member and that kind of geared towards their sexual, you know, choices and desires. But who said that that, to, to be honest too, that I, I don't know if I said this on the last time, but who said that those sexual experiences weren't rooted there for you to have that experience? So I'm not really sure because that's not my personal experience. 
So I tried to say, you know, there's an, you know, even when we do, again, you know, race play and like incest, things like that, you know, people come from that. Some people will come from an intergenerational family of that. I know people don't, I know this is going to be hood for me putting out there, but I was really watching this like 2B movie. 2B has a lot of hood movies, but there was a movie basically called Stolen Breath. And it has a lot of things about intergenerational trauma and incest and intergenerational incest. And a lot of people were kind of cringe at watching something like that. But it really needs to be talked about and spoken about because a lot of that is happening in our communities as a whole. Don't matter what damn culture you're in. (laughs) So um, I wanted to read this from Sigmund Freud. And he said sexual activities which involve a extension or transgression of limits in risk of limit limit in respect either to the part of the body concerned or to the sexual object chosen so a lot of people again that goes back to like that kink and stuff that people like to play to them would that be a considered hypersexual hyper sexual to some people or is that just regular sex to some people and you know you got to find your you got to find your tribe you got to find your groove with this because there's a thing that people don't understand is you don't want to get you want to have a good balance with anything that you do because when you get into lower level spirits especially when we're talking about sex you that is a huge transfer of energy and you don't want to put yourself in a position to be with energy or lower level spirits that do not coincide with your journey with your body with your mind with your spirit you can literally reject shit if you're not in alignment with it and but you can also take on a lot I really wanted to talk about this because it was something that was really put on my mind because I don't understand. We have a lot of that culture being put out, which is okay. You know what I'm saying? For for whatever it's for. But when now when we come down to understanding that it's a hypersexual culture, do we want a line? I hate to be that parent, but like it's a line of understanding. Like a lot of us, if you're a millennial or Gen X, or before that, you know what I'm saying? You understand that we didn't we didn't have sex at our fingertips as much as these people. So we have children, and I shared this on TikTok today. We have children that are actually practicing anal before the age of 12 years old. We have kids that are actually um, have full-blown sex by 12. And it goes back to a lot of my experiences that I wanted to kind of like do on this podcast and share. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but... It's it's going to be good because people need to understand, like, why the fuck are you doing that? Why are we even th- thinking about that? How do we even get there to 12? You know, what are we seeing? What are we presenting in ourselves? Why are we presenting these perversions or this, this hypersexual activity even so early? And then within ourselves, we carry it on without knowing and may not even be something that is in alignment with us. You know, again, it's your personal life, your personal sexual desires. It's totally up to you. I do thank you guys for taking the time tonight to be with me and to also, you know, stick with me. I know it has been a journey and I really want to get back on podcasting. It's been a, a long run. I'm in, the, in transition of doing a lot of things right now. So I want to continue to get back up here for every Friday. Um, I was working a few jobs. I had a, like transition. A lot has happened. So I can't, you know, I just want to get back to this. This is what I like to do. 
I like to talk to you all. I like the support. I'm thankful for the people who have supported me and that even listen to my podcast. The last one got 50 plays. I'm, you know, things are getting better and we're moving up and people want to hear me. So I want to be able to speak with you. I thank you again for this long ass journey with me. Tantra with Tutu Podcast. Let's talk about sex has been amazing. As you guys know, I will be back next Friday, 11 p.m. with Tantra Tutu. Let's talk about sex. And I leave you all with this Tantra tip of the day. To me, sex is power. It is empowering when you do it because you want to do it. And that is from Rihanna. And I hope you guys have a wonderful night. And this is Let's Talk About Sex, Tantra with Tutu Podcast.